This is St. Patrick's Day 2009, and this is episode two. Uh, all right, one, two, two three, three, shot! Eight. Welcome to some other podcast. This is episode two. We have survived for a second week without murdering each other. Hey, how about that? It's impressive. I know. I, I'm, I'm living constant fear that she might just punch through me. That would be so awesome. Just, let's, let's, let's not do that, though. Oh, I can't try it. I'm making punchies, punchy arms right now. She is. I'm, I'm glad that I'm over here with my mic and she's over there with her mic. <laughs> it's all very professional. We're not sitting on my floor drinking tequila. That did actually happen. So we have lots of stuff to talk about. We and do. unfortunately, none of it is movies this time. I'm sorry to all of you who enjoyed our Watchmen discussion. We don't, we haven't, we've been watching terrible movies via Netflix. No one wants to hear about terrible movies yeah, via Netflix. Yeah, I mean, and they're, they're good terrible, but they're also terrible terrible. So I don't, I don't think I would subject anybody else to the kind of stuff that I watch. Oh, no. We can't be friends anymore because of your movies. Well, so. hey, hey, listen. No, no, the don't last my husband terrible, into this. The last terrible movie I watched was on a suggestion from your husband. This so. is why I'm divorcing him. Any minute now. <laughs> any moment. So we have games. We have some news if we feel like getting to it. We do. We'll do yeah, it. It's, it's, yeah, it know. depends on how much we drink, really. I mean, <laughs> you may just be listening to us laughing because we've had so much to drink. That's a valid point. It yeah. is St. Patrick's Day. We're trying to, oh. to represent. We're celebrating. Quote, unquote. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we have games first. Let's talk about games first. All right. So let's talk about games. On Friday, March 13th. Yes. You know. Friday the 13th. To, which is, yeah. Ooh, mm, creepy. Spooky. That's great. So they released Resident Evil 5 and we both bought it, but you had the plague. I did. I was I was dying. This is I I guess I owe our our listeners an apology. All both of you. Um, <laughs> yes, I owe I owe you guys an apology. The reason that the podcast is delayed this week is because I had some evil, horrible form of the death. Uh, my voice is still not completely back to normal, but it's good enough to be podcasting, particularly with the aid of tequila. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I I was laid very low for a couple of days. I didn't do much but sleep. So uh, she was no fun. I didn't even play video games. It was terrible. It, was it is. It is terrible. So yes. instead of playing it Friday night like we had originally planned, we instead played it Sunday night. Yes, for several hours. I think it was four hours. Oh my god, that's a long time. It wasn't healthy. We shot a lot of zombies. We died a lot too. Yes, we, we did. might mostly suck. because of quick time events. Fuck quick time events, dear Seriously? Capcom. Fuck you. Take them out. Like really? Okay. So we there at the end of chapter one without giving anything away because this game actually did just come out. So we'll, we won't be spoilerific. We'll try to be good. Yes. We, I mean, and I mean, we haven't finished it yet. So there may be stuff that we we don't know yet. I'm sure right. there is. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, well, oh I'm yes. sure something crazy <laughs> will happen and the virus will spread. <laughs> exactly. So the end of chapter one has a quote unquote boss event. Chapter one, yeah, chapter one. Yeah, it was the end of chapter one because we got through. We got through at least the. F- I think we got through the um, two one. Was that is that right? Yeah, we finished because they, they split them up into sub chapters, and I think I think that we got. Yeah, we finished two one. Two, yes, okay. And there's a quick time event with some zombies, and we died four times because first time I wasn't paying attention, and so I got Leah's ass killed. I was very confused because all of a sudden I'm just dead, and I. I didn't even see the quick time event pop up. It wasn't my quick time event, no. turns out. But it um, was mine. My yeah, bad. I thought that I had screwed up because just one, two, three, dead. I there was there was nothing there. I felt bad once once I figured out that it was me fucking up. That 
cause you to die, I actually felt a little bad about it for like 10 seconds. And then the next time we tried it, Leah fucked up and I died. So that's great. It was it was equal opportunity fucking up. <laughs> it did happen. And then we both forgot to dodge. Yes. I just, I could do without these. Just let me shoot some zombies. Like, I don't think I like them anymore. I'm just not enthralled. I just, I think that um, it needs to be more consistent because, you know, if we're, what were we, like three hours in when this happened? Mm-hmm. Three hours in and we're just now experiencing this horrible quick time event. You have to give me some warning. I mean, this is it's not true. appropriate. Up until now, all I've been doing is shooting zombies and not dodging horribleness. <laughs> I just I just wish they would go away altogether. Yes. Like just, I think is there anybody who really enjoys quick time events? I, I don't know. think there is. If you do, you should write us because that's We're going to come find you yeah. and punch you. <laughs> You're the reason that this shit stays in games. Like it was in Resident Evil 4 and I realize that you did not finish Resident Evil 4. No, not right? yet. I I still I still have the um the Wii edition, which I haven't played, but originally I played it uh, for the GameCube, GameCube. actually. We mm-hmm. both did. We were playing yeah. at the same time, and you pussied out on me. I did pussy out. And yeah, I'm, it happened. Yeah, it was... I, I don't know. I just... I'm not very good at games like this, and I think that's why I like the way that Resident Evil 5 is set up, because I don't have to be all that good, because we're backing each other up. Yeah, no. I think the co-op was nice. Yes, like, definitely. I don't think I'd be having half as much fun if, if this wasn't a co-op thing. Uh, yeah, because I think that the fact that the controls are kind of like... Five They're years a little ago. Wonky, yeah. That that would actually bother me if I wasn't having so much fun yes. talking shit at zombies with yes. you. We talk shit about zombies when things scare us, we scream or I scream. The, the she zombie, screams. The I... zombie the zombie dogs made me scream. Loudly into oh my ear. Yes, I know. <laughs> they scared me. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> this is why we don't play these kinds of game separates. We're giants, <laughs> giant girls about this kind of stuff. So all in all though, I mean it's it feels very Resident Evil 4 with a new skin on it. It's yes. obviously running in a different engine because it's very pretty. Yes. Oh, God. Um, it's, it's, it's a very, very good-looking game. It is. It's gorgeous. The lighting effects are good. Everything's good. The zombies are creepy. We're all good. The thing is that it's, it really is reskinned Resident Evil 4. Like, the control yeah. system is essentially the same. The inventory management is slightly different. Yes. The only thing that makes this different is the fact that now there's co-op. Yes. And like I said, I think that that's a major, major mm-hmm. step. And I, I really like that they did that. Um, because I, I wasn't all that thrilled about the concept of Resident Evil 5 from the beginning, but I, I love the co-op. The co-op's I, fun. Yeah, it, and it really is. And I, there are some points where it's, well, kind of like, um, the, and again, without spoiling anything, there are at least a couple of points that we've come across where you have to split up. And that, that's tougher, I think, because yeah. you don't know where you're supposed to be going. So I died a couple of times just trying to get where we were supposed to go. It's true. And it's not like a major split up. It's not like you go down different paths. It happens for like a couple of minutes where you yeah. you send someone off to look at something, essentially, in a cross building or something like that. And then that triggers Chris is fucking moment. jacked in this one. Yeah, he's Boy's been, been doing steroids or something. That's why he can vault yeah, he Sheva just across. her across <laughs> gaps. Uh, he, he just chucks her yeah. I'm like i mean she's you know she's skinny obviously but i mean those boobs alone have got to add I know. 10 or 20 pounds it, it creates a dynamic like i don't he just hucks her across an alley i know and I go mean, to the next no building. effort no, no effort he's been he's been taking the juice there, yeah, something something he's happened been taking the juice didn't he yes. look he used to look skinny yeah i mean he maybe he wasn't like you know scrawny or anything but he wasn't yeah, he didn't look like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, motherfucker is ripped now. Uh huh. So yeah, so you'll send Sheva across or whoever across. Pretty mm-hmm. much you because you're smaller. Yes. You're playing as Sheva. Sheva. Yes. <laughs> um, sorry, I had to. And you'll trigger a horde kind of thing. Like, well, they'll come after you, and then we have to get you back to where I am. And then it's it's not long. It's not like they not like Gears of War two where they'll send you down different paths to the same building. Right. But it it does mean that you actually have to be able to work by yourself a little bit. Right. For and I I mean you. You kind of have to know what you're doing because, I mean, 
the first time, essentially what happened the first time was we got split up and I had to find a door, shoot the lock off the door so that we could um, bring Chris through, bring Mm -hmm. um, the other character in. And I didn't really realize that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And by the time I figured it out, I was already being swarmed by zombies, so mm-hmm. I couldn't get a clear shot. So, you know, I die. And the death scene is brutal. They <gasps> hit you a lot, and it's, it's, it's awful. A, it's as if you're laying on the ground, right? And yes. the zombies are all swarming around you and kicking you and yes. biting you and shit. It's they're really very disturbing. Angry. Yeah, well, is. they're not zombies. They're oh whatever. They're zombie-like. Zombies. <laughs> yeah. zombies don't ride motorcycles. Well, that's true. That's true. These these zombies do. Zombies um, apparently also are um, are always white, and so you know. I think we've had this discussion before. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, No. Yeah. The the to do over the racism was kind of absurd. It was. It was ridiculous. This game is playing the game. It's clearly not racist. Like it's just a setting thing. There. Yeah. Exactly. And there are white zombies. Yes. Like there are. (laughs) Yeah. It's fine. I mean, I just don't understand why it's such a big deal. I mean, why do the zombies all have to be white? Why? How is it racist for there to be a black zombie? I would think it would be more racist if there were no black zombies. As if saying black people can be zombies. Exactly. Why you got to tell them that they can't do something because of skin color? (laughs) See? No, I'm serious. That's racist. It's true. No, this is ridiculous. Ri- that whole, it is ridiculous. That whole to-do was stupid. And yes. despite that, it still managed to ship four million copies, which is great. Yes. So that's good. So mainstream media apparently didn't fuck us over on this one. Yes. That's good. So, so, so general impression for you, having not finished RE4, is two thumbs up? Yeah. Um, I, so far, I'm really okay. enjoying it. And like I said, I don't know how... how into it I would be if there wasn't the co-op element to it. I agree. Uh, but I really and I, I really enjoy I, I don't think I would like it as much if I were playing with somebody random and um, we, we have talked amongst ourselves about the difference between boy co-op and girl co-op. It's true. Yes, because you know when we're playing, it, it turned out really nice because it turns out that Elaine is better with the pistol, you know the, the weapon that actually requires some kind of skill and accuracy, whereas I'm better with the shotgun, which you just kind of have to point to a horde of things and pull the trigger. Yeah. So, I mean, that that works, though, because it means that she gets the ammo for one and I get the ammo for the other. And, you know, we take care of each other, you know? We, we... There's love here. Exactly. In a non-gay exactly. way, we've had this conversation. <laughs> I feel I need to remind. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Yes. <laughs> but, I, I mean, you know, we, we actually, it's co-op because we are cooperating, you know? And I feel like if... If you're playing that with somebody who doesn't quite get it, and you know we refer to it as boy co-op, which isn't always true, not always but, true, but in but uh, yeah, in a general sense, it is. You know, it's I got to the ammo first, therefore it is mine. You go to hell. <laughs> yeah, fuck I, you. Yeah, I, I go mean, get eaten by some zombies. I, I think that that if I were playing it with a random person, then I think that I would have to face up to that more, and I don't. I don't think that that would be fun at all. But I like sharing. Yes. Sharing's fine. Yeah, I feel like we should be like holding hands and singing a song about. Purple dinosaurs or something. I don't Kumbaya. Know. Yes, Kumbaya. Purple, di- purple dinosaurs creep me out. Well, Barney is not supposed okay. to. Yes. Not okay. No, I I played all the way through Resident Evil 4 twice. Mm-hmm. And I started the Wii version. I never finished it. Because there's so much other stuff that's out. Right. And this is pretty much the same game. However, the co-op really kind of changes the tone of the game, which is interesting. Like, I played all the Resident Evil games. Right. And the first three before Resident Evil 4 really fucking creeped me out. Because they were meant to creep you out, you know? Resident Evil 4 was still pretty creepy. Mm -hmm. Creepy enough that you didn't finish it. So that's, you know. But this is an action game. Yeah. This is clearly not, like, there are a couple moments that are creepy, but I think it might just be because we're big girls. You mean, like, the zombie dogs? (laughs) Those, (laughs) they're so quiet. They sneak up like ninjas and then they're nomming. You think you're okay? Oh, God. Okay. So we need to talk about the creepy factor of this game and how we are apparently big girls. Like, if you walk past in a Resident Evil game, a corpse that's leaning up against a wall. 
you, you got to assume that this corpse is going to get up. You know, it just... It, it it's going to happen. It happens. And so far, I don't think it actually has happened, but we're always afraid it's going to happen. <laughs> so, like, we'll walk up, and there's a corpse leaning against the wall. So we look at it for a minute, and then we put a bullet into it to make sure it's dead. And then we, and then run, we run by. by. Yeah, yes. And we're like, go, run! Cover me! Cover me! Oh, my God! <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It is. It's tremendously bad. But being just being able to talk at each other in yes. the mic really takes away any remaining creepiness. Yes. Like, yes. it's gone. Which is fine. It's not a bad thing, but it doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. It feels like an action game. With zombies? With zombies. Kind of like quote unquote zombies. Left for Dead, but not so much. Yeah. Which isn't bad. It's just different. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. I mean, I still I still enjoy it. It's yeah, still oh, I'm, I'm having a good time. It's a completely different kind of fun than Resident Evil 4 was. Resident right. Evil 4 creep, creeped me out. Yeah. It was creepy. Yeah. because it was, And it was still kind of an action game, but it was creepy because there's always something chanting at you or trying to bite your head off. I think or... that anytime you're playing any kind of um, quote unquote creepy game, um, you... You get a different experience, even if there's just somebody else in the room, mm-hmm. um, even if that person isn't actually playing with you. It's a completely different experience with a group thing than it is as a solo thing. Because if you're, and I had this experience when I was playing Bioshock for the first time around, and um, <laughs> it was just creepy because I would play by myself. And even if I was playing in broad daylight, you know, you turn around and there's a guy standing right behind you. This was my, you know, scream and drop the controller moment because I I just, you're so focused in on it. There's nothing peripheral going on that when something like that happens, it really has its intended effect. It does. It's true. Bioshock did the same thing to me and Mm -hmm. I would be playing it at night with headphones on because mm-hmm. my husband oh, was trying to was sleep once. Yeah, and I would be... I, yes. There were a couple of moments where I shrieked like a little girl oh, and God. tossed yes, the controller up in the air. Mm-hmm. This game, I, if I play this game totally through as co-op, mm-hmm. based on like the setting, a lot of it's outside, you know? Yeah. We're playing it together. It's not the same. So no. it's, it takes that element out. Yes. But they did a good enough job making the action-y gameplay fun mm-hmm. that it doesn't seem to matter for me. Right. It just doesn't feel like a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Which is... I mean, it's not bad. It's just different. Now, see, I never really played the early Resident Evil games because I, I just couldn't get a hang on the control scheme. It just, it always felt kind of clunky to me. And it's, I, yeah, it and just, it is. It just wasn't my thing. And I, I understand the appeal of them, certainly, because, I mean, the stories are awesome. And I, I kind of wish that I had played those, but I, eh, it just wasn't my thing. But 4 was a little bit different, and this is way different, mm-hmm. um, even just because of the co-op thing. So It's interesting how they've kind of come and flip-flopped the situation. Like, I really liked the story in Resident Evil's 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good, and I thought it was kind of compelling. Yes. Resident Evil 4 story was kind of ridiculous. Well, yeah. And I Resident mean... Evil 5 story is very clearly ridiculous. <laughs> so what they've done is they've sort of made the controls feel more comfortable by yeah. changing the perspective. That's mm-hmm. all they've really done. The controls are pretty much the same. Yeah. They change the perspective so they make it feel more comfortable. So mm-hmm. it almost doesn't matter that the story is shitty now because it's so much fun just to play. Yeah. Whereas before, it was so frustrating to play that it was great that the story wasn't shitty yes <laughs> capcom make up your mind yeah. or make do, them both good do both yes i mean that that would be okay you know I think. it's fine <laughs> i'm having a good time with it i don't think i don't think i have any desire to play it through by myself though yeah no i i don't i thought that i was gonna have two games going like a, a co-op game and then maybe just one by myself but i don't i don't really want to i think i have other games to play by myself you so, do like Star Ocean, you know, right? Like Star like, Ocean. Aren't you still actually enjoying Star Ocean? I am enjoying Star Ocean, and it makes me feel kind of like a traitor because <laughs> I talk so much shit about Star Ocean, and now here I am, and I'm afraid that it's going to become the next Tales of Vesperia because it. Oh God! Let's I just say that right now. Twelve hours, and how many days have you officially been playing it? <sighs> I don't know. Um, days that, that I have put time into mm-hmm. it, maybe three or four. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah it's turning into tales already. I know, I know. And it's terrible, but I, I really am enjoying it so far. So, um, 
hopefully that will continue. Uh, my only complaint is that, and I, I kind of referenced this when I was uh, writing my post for the board a couple of days ago. Um, I the difficulty level. I started too easy. Off, yeah, for now, yeah, it it is, and I mean that that may go away or you know may get better as I get into the higher levels, but. I, you know, I do a lot of running around and I like to complete everything. So that leads to me getting some more levels because I'm, you know, running around. I'm not doing any intentional leveling, but I started off on the easiest difficulty level and I'm starting to wish that I bumped it up one because I, I'm ripping through stuff. It just, it's happening and I don't want it to be super difficult or anything, but there isn't much of a challenge right now because I mean, even the boss fights... Not it's, so much. No, nothing. That's kind of disappointing. And I mean, the gameplay is still fun. So, I mean, it's not like ruining anything for me. But yeah, I, I eh, challenge level not so high at the moment. I think in general, and this is just a general complaint, I wish more games would allow you to swap out difficulty yes. as you're in the game. Yes. Like if you if you make a choice at the beginning of the game and you're like the first couple hours, you never know. Mm-hmm. They're, they're probably always going to feel a little bit on the easy side. So it's hard to make a call. And then you get 10 hours into a game and you're like, man, you know, I just wasted 10 hours. I don't yeah. want to start over. Yeah. I just want to bump the difficulty That's what level. I'm saying. I would, if, if it gave me the option, and it doesn't because I, I did try, uh, if it gave me the option to bump it up in the middle right now, I would probably do that. But I'm not going to go back and do the first 12 hours no, of the see, game again. No, see, no one wants to do that no. shit. No one has that kind of time I've anymore. already gone through this and I, I just don't feel like doing that. Does a game being too easy ruin your experience, though? I don't think so. Okay. I, I mean, I mean the, that's I some, still, some people. I mean, the storyline is pretty simplistic at this point, but the gameplay is still fun. Uh, even if it's easy, I like the way that um, I like the whole bonus board functionality. I like the um, the real time combat doesn't feel as as horrible to me as it did, and uh, that, that's pretty strong. But in the first in the well, the first game that I played, obviously not the first Star Ocean game, uh, the one for the PS2 till the end of time, I. I you know, I had a real problem with it. And I don't know whether that was mostly me because I wasn't used to the, the real-time combat at that point. But it just, I didn't I didn't like it. The AI just didn't function well for me. It, I had problems with it. But this time around, I'm, I, I like it, you know. And but I, you are, you're coming off Tails this time, I right? am coming Tails off Tails. is real-time as well. Yes, Tails okay. is real-time. So it could just be, you might actually be adjusting. Maybe. Oh, I, Jesus, I don't learn what the hell. <laughs> it's true. It's true. We're old now. We don't learn new tricks of any sorts. We yes. like things not to change. Yeah, I'm I'm good with things staying exactly as they are. So are you going to finish this one all the way through? Is yeah. that your intended? Yeah. Okay. I, I'm only, uh, I mean, I'm 12 hours in, but I, there's three discs to this game and I'm not off the first one yet. So hmm. um, I didn't know there were three discs. Oh, there are three discs. Jesus yeah, it's a, it's a big old game, but it's very pretty. I mean, you, you've seen me play a little yeah. bit of it. It looks good even um, in 4x3, even yeah. in standard def. I mean, so. it's, it's a good looking game. Um, I mean, it has some graphical weirdnesses, like things popping up out of nowhere, pixels being weird. But, um, you know, it's I'm okay with that. I, I don't need it to be perfect. I just want it to be pretty, and it is. So I do like things that are pretty. Yes. Because Resident Evil 5 isn't perfect either. It's got, did you notice this? Like, there's some screen tearing. There's some... Yeah, I mean... When it does some background saving stuff, it, it mm-hmm. does have some frame rate dips. Yeah. But you know what? Like... I'm not going to cry about something like that. No, I mean, I'm over that kind of stuff. It's just not a big of a deal anymore. I I just, I want to have fun. And if I'm having fun, then I don't care if it's, if there's one or two little glitches, as long as it's not affecting the gameplay or at least not affecting it much. I'm, I'm all right with that. It's true. Well, I play plenty of games that aren't pretty that are still fun. Oh yeah. Like it's, you know, it's, it's nice if it's pretty. Yeah. It's always good, but I don't need it to be. Helps me, helps me keep my attention. (laughs) Ooh, shiny. But I mean, even simple graphics are okay. I agree. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, like Puzzle Quest is like that. Yes, Puzzle, Puzzle Quest, Quest is like Galactrix that. is what we're on right Galactrix, now. Galactrix, yes. Is that it? Okay. Uh-huh. So Which sounds, is- <laughs> it sounds like some sort of fancy space dominatrix to me. And it kind of does. It kind of sounds like yeah. generic space movie number five, it actually. Does. It does. It's, it's a little bit of a terrible title. <laughs> a little. They could have just called it Puzzle Quest in space, and I yes. probably would have Space been Quest. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Space Puzzle Quest. Yes. With gravity. See, I mean, that makes sense to me. I it does. Know. We're both playing this at the same time, actually. Yes, yes, and I actually are. think this is one of the few games that we disagree fundamentally we do, on. do. It's kind of weird. It is a little strange. Yes. I might punch through you over this. Oh, I don't know. Please don't. So here's the deal with Puzzle <laughs> Quest Galactrix. So here's what they did. They took the Puzzle Quest formula, which is essentially bejeweled yes. instead of turn-based battles yes that's essentially what we have here everything is solved by uh by bejeweled i would love it to run up to a bad guy and just like start fucking like moving some gems yes like you know if someone tried to rob me on the streets of philadelphia right he comes up with a knife i'm like let's play some bejeweled we'll settle this right now and then i I think there's a uh isn't there a penny arcade strip from it's really from the first one it's true it's where they're they're trying to battle and then it's just you know the hero and the big rat or whatever it is both sit down at a bejeweled board board. i would gems around if i could solve all of life's problems with bejeweled i would win all I the time it would be a better world it would be a great world that would be awesome russia and the u.s <laughs> sit down at a peace conference and whoever wins bejeweled wins both countries i yes. think we should run things like this i, I think it i think we can beat the russians <laughs> I, yeah this is totally all right so the way that they did this is essentially the same formula set in space yes not even a joke you have a it, it feels very mass effect in story yeah, where you're you know, trying to chase does. down it's not the same but it just gets that it gives me that vibe you know you're you're on the ship you're supposed to be tracking down something that escaped from some bio lab look generic space story five I'm telling you but it's fine it's, it's actually not terrible it's not the dialogue isn't poorly written it's a little i mean it's clunky it's generic you know i yeah, mean it's, it's puzzle quest yeah it's the, not, the dialogue is not really the important part in puzzle no, quest it's the bejeweled exactly. so here's what they did here though that i'm having trouble with and i think you don't care about <laughs> and it's bothering me they changed the board from a standard bejeweled board which is a rectangle mm-hmm. where as you clear pieces by making threes fours fives whatever new pieces drop in from the top yes okay? what they did this time is they gave you a hex board mm-hmm. it's hex right it's not yes. octagonal no there it's a hex there's right. six sides i think it's yeah so now what happens is the direction that you move the gem the first gem to clear the set of three, four or whatever is the direction the new pieces come from. And see that I think that it would be more confusing to me if I thought about it more. I do you just not give a fuck and move well, gems as you please? Kind I, of. Yeah. I mean, well, the thing about the other um, the other puzzle quest, the first one, which God, I don't even know how many hours I put into that because there, thank God there was no game clock because I don't think I want to know. But I, I had a serious puzzle quest problem for a long, long time. But uh, on this one. You know, I, I, I don't really plan ahead as much, and that that hurts you a little bit probably. But I think that it's also ultimately a little bit more forgiving because they know that this is going to be a little tougher to work around. Yeah, I feel like they account for that by making luck a larger factor, though. Yeah. And the problem is that the computer is the one who fucking gets lucky all the yes. time. <laughs> so it's like he moves one gem that should only make three, and then all of a sudden, eighteen bomb blocks come in from the side and blow yeah. the fuck out of me, yeah. and I lose. So that that actually increases my anger level because <laughs> I feel like I can't strategize quite as much mm-hmm. because I can't predict what's gonna. Maybe it's Come just in. a luck thing. Maybe I've just had better luck than no, you I have. I hate you so much. It's no, I'm true. serious, though, because, I mean, it's true. It, it's if, that true. Were, if, I, if I were to find myself running into that problem more, I don't think I'd be having as much fun with it. But as of right now, I mean, yeah, I lose every once in a while, but I, I, I haven't had a battle that I've lost more than maybe twice yet. Oh, no, that's not happened to me. I lose, like, five or six times in a row. <laughs> I could just fail at Bejeweled. I mean, that's entirely possible. Yeah, maybe, but, I mean, you enjoyed the first one, right? I so. really, I, I probably put... 60 to 80 hours yeah exactly it was retarded it was bad 
It'll be to the point where I'd be sitting in public like, I can't talk to you right now. I have puzzle... Uh, the, the, questing. First, <laughs> the first puzzle quest, I literally finished every single side quest. I, you know, I filled out the entire map. Everything was done. That's just not healthy. I know. That's, that's what literally I'm unhealthy. I had a problem. Did you throw the cart away or burn it? Oh, no. Because I think still you here. probably should. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take it away from you just in case. <laughs> so are you going to... Are you going to have the same problem? Do you feel like the game know. has the same flavor? Because I don't, I'm not as intrigued by it. It's, it's a different game. I mean, you can, you know, it, it has the same premise to it, but it's, I don't know. It's, it is, by making it a different kind of board, they, they changed the experience. And I don't necessarily think that that's a bad thing because I'm still enjoying it, but I can see where it would be frustrating. Yeah, I think, I think the problem that I'm having is that it already worked. Mm-hmm. And I really do that's subscribe true. to the if it ain't broke, yeah. don't fucking yeah. touch it. I mean, theory, I don't, you know? they could have just done the space thing and done all of that, but not change the board. That's exactly how I feel. And I think if they did that and they cleaned up some of the bugginess, like weird save stuff happening and mm-hmm. glitches and stuff like that, which were in the first game, yes. then I would have been happy. Yeah. It's a whole new world with which to quest puzzles. Mm-hmm. And that would have been fine for me. I think the changing of the board and their ridiculous justification as to why <laughs> they did that. Did you hear this? I don't think I did. It's absurd. They said something about the reason that they they changed it and allowed this is because it, it takes into account gravity. Oh, I'm Jesus. making a very loose quotation mark right now with my hands. <laughs> I'm not even making They're everywhere. Quotes. You should see it. They're in my raccoon wounds. <laughs> um, so they, they say that, you know, that's, there's, you know, that way things can move in all directions because gravity is different. There's no gravity in space. I know. We have to have a little talk with these people about this sort of thing. I need to find the story where this, this came up because it's absurd. Like, I would have been perfectly pleased with a space-themed puzzle quest with yeah. a new board, new side quests. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, even though I'm I'm not having as many uh, difficulties with it, I guess I I would have been okay with that too because yeah. I I had enough of a wonderful obsessive time with the first one that I would jump right back into it without a problem. It's it's not broke. No, like, I feel it, like it is not. I feel like they need. And the other thing is, I don't remember this being a problem in the original one. Everything that you do in this game, you do by the hex board. Yes, and actually, I kind of like that. Do you? Okay, yeah, because so I, I, I think it's neat when you um like when you go to craft things or when you go to mine, you have to uh, maybe clear a specific number of these kind of colored gems. Um, the way that you travel around the universe is you have these things called leap gates, which are essentially stargates. Um, <laughs> they're almost even shaped like them. Yeah, they're, they are. Mm-hmm. But um, in the first time that you have to use one of these leap gates, you have to unlock it, and what they call it is hacking it. So you have to, essentially what they do is they give you a list of gems that they want matched. In a specific order. Yes, like you so have to you, do have to do, um, you have to match a purple one, and then you have to match a yellow right. one. Right, you can't and, do them out of order. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, so anyway, when you start doing these matches, you have a n- limited amount of time, and you can get more time because they have little time mm-hmm. icons on the board that you can match to, to add time to your clock. But uh, you have to clear all of these before you can actually use the leap gate. And I think that's kind of neat because... I, yeah, the, I like the hacking one. Yeah. The hacking one is cool. I actually like the timed mm-hmm. string base because then you don't feel like luck is as big of a factor. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. Actually, I wish some of the battles worked out more that way. Yeah. Um, somehow. The mining and crafting thing I could do without. Like, yeah. it could have been a different minigame. Yeah. Something to break up the monotony of constantly playing hex based Bejeweled. Right. Constantly. I just, I guess I kind of like the fact that they're keeping the same, uh, the same core mechanic throughout all of these different things that you have to do, and they're doing it in different ways. So you feel like you don't have to learn something new, you just have to apply yeah. it differently? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's fair, and I think I'm, I'm of the, a different ilk. I just like, I like it. 
I like changes mm-hmm. in mechanic every once in a while. And I think that this might be the difference in the type of games that we play. Oh, right? no. <laughs> RPGs, same mechanic. Yeah, exactly. Meanwhile, shooty, shooty games. Uh, I have to shoot different colored barrels sometimes. <laughs> I mean, I like, I like it when the barrels are purple every once in a while yeah. instead of being red, you know. Yeah, it, it mixes so, it up a little bit. You know, yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... I think it's not a terrible thing. Like, I like hacking the leap gates. Yes. I like that minigame, but I could probably do without the mining and crafting. Like, if I could do a little something different for those, mm-hmm. that would be okay. They could have even made that menu-based, and I would have been happy with yeah. that. <laughs> because I'm constantly playing with the with the hex board. Yeah. And it, it can get old. Yeah. Especially I, I can, when I, I suck that. at it, and it makes <laughs> me want to throw my DS across the room. Fair enough. Fair oh, enough. God. Uh, speaking of throwing your DS, though, um, I hear that you've been playing a lot of Peggle. I don't want to throw my DS over Peggle. I know you don't, but I, I think that I might it. want to throw your DS. <laughs> I'm going to make Leah play Peggle after this, oh, and she's see? never really played a lot of Peggle. No, I haven't. I played the uh, the computer one for a little while, uh, but I'm I'm really afraid. I'm afraid of Peggle because I think that if I start playing it, I'm going to buy it, and then if I buy it, then I'm going to have Peggle and Puzzle Quest, and I'll just... I, I'll never leave my apartment. Did I ever tell you about how I almost lost my job because of Peggle? Oh, God, no, I don't think so. So what I did for a while is that I have a work PC, so I installed Steam on my work PC, and when you buy a game on Steam, you can then download it to any PC that you can log into Steam from. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, bored at work. I'm waiting for some code to run. I'm like, oh, I'll download Peggle. Ooh. Two hours later, <laughs> I'm playing Peggle in windowed mode, and I've positioned the window so that if you were to look over my shoulder from across the room, you could not see the window through my face. Oh, that's dedication. Yeah, this is engineering at its very best. <laughs> so I have another window with my code so it looks like I'm working, but I'm not. And for 10 days, this is how I operated at work oh, until I Lord. realized that I'm going to lose my job yeah. because nothing has gotten done in 10 days. <laughs> it was a problem. See, that's, that's what I'm worried about. Well, now I have a portable Peggle yeah. that I can sit anywhere on campus Ooh, and that's play. that's a problem. And it's, so it's all of Peggle. Plus Peggle Knights, which is a sort of expansion-like thing. Plus a couple of different levels, as I understand it. I haven't gotten all the way through the game yet. Uh-huh. And this is a problem. It's <laughs> awesome on the DS because it's all touch-based, so it feels exactly yeah. like using the mouse. Having played what little I have played, um, I, can, I can see where that would probably be the best, yeah. pretty much the best possible way you could go about putting Peggle on a different system. I think they released it on Xbox Live Arcade recently. Yeah, did you actually try that? Or, or I no? haven't downloaded the demo yet. I have a fundamental issue playing this game with two analog sticks instead of having a mouse or, or its touch-based mm. interface. I could see it being good on the Wii. Yeah. I could yeah. see that almost being a possibility. It's not going to be precise enough, but it's going to be better than analog sticks. Yeah, the analog... I can see where that might be a problem. I mean, the pricing is... is was it 30? It's 30 on the DS, it's 20 on XBLA. Mm. So I can see how people would want to buy it on XBLA, sure. but this is not the type of game I want to sit down in front of my, you know, entertainment system with. This is the right. type of game I want to It seems like it would lend itself to... I, I think that the DS is, is really just leaning more that way. A lot of the games that both of us have been playing are, are puzzle-based, or at least... Um, <laughs> I gave up on um, strategy games, or at least I'm trying to give up on strategy games because I had so many of them that I wasn't playing, and I'm not very good at them, and they take a really long time, but they're tempting because they have all these fun Japanese pictures on the box, and I'm a sucker for that. She is. It's true. It's a problem. You should see her apartment, (laughs) uh, which we're sitting in right now, and it's terrifying (laughs) me. It's You know what? The DS is interesting because it it has like a really big identity crisis. It doesn't really know what it wants to be when it grows up, and that works out really well because it has a lot of different kinds of games, and it feels like a lot of developers are getting the hang of what works. Yeah, because I mean, uh, the DS, there's so much out for it, and a lot of it's crap, but a lot of it's not. It's true, and a lot of the good stuff is... 
they're they're good RPGs. They're yes. good strategy RPGs. They're great puzzle games. They're yes. good platformers. You can get almost everything that you want. Yes. I tend to to lean towards puzzle games on my DS because they're the type of thing that I can play for 10 or 15 minutes at a time while I'm waiting right. for the train, while I'm, you know, sitting on the train, while I'm waiting for dinner, things like that. It is a lot more friendly to that kind of thing. And I, I think we may have discussed this in part last week that I don't really consider my PSP to be a portable system as such. If it is, it's a portable PlayStation. Yeah. And as such, the problem with that is that a lot of the games that are being either ported to it or released for it are like these long, epic... Yeah. They're not meant to be played outside for 10 minutes. No. I, a lot of the games that I have for my PSP, I have to sit down with a strategy guide for. And that... I love watching you do that. She's got the strategy guide in her lap. She's like holding the PSP over it. It's yeah. When the strategy but... guide is larger than the system on which you're playing the game... It doesn't work. It's there's not portable a problem. anymore. It's no longer a portable situation. Exactly. And I, I like my PSP a lot... But that's that's the thing. If I'm going somewhere, I'm not going to throw that in my in my bag. I'm going to be throwing my DS in there because it like you were saying, you know, you can play that for 10 or 15 minutes and you don't need a strategy guide to play Puzzle Quest. You know, no, you don't. No, (laughs) you just need to throw your DS across the room. If you're me, I'm not (laughs) aggravated at all. I've no, no. you don't sound bitter. No, I'm not bitter. (laughs) I've stopped playing it to play Peggle. I was playing Peggle in my car while I was waiting for Best Buy to open the other day. Oh my God. Do you see how I might have a problem? I, I do. I was I going to buy this. Resident Evil 5 and I got there 10 minutes too early. So I have my Starbucks and my DS. And I'm either in Star... I started in Starbucks and I was like, I can't be sitting in Starbucks while all these people are working with their berets on. I don't fit in here. I'm wearing my hat tilted sideways and it says Guitar Hero on it. I should probably go. So they then were I'm judging si- you. They are judging me. So then I'm sitting in my car outside of Best Buy waiting for it to open. Stalking Best Buy. Wow. It's a little sad. Playing a little. Peggle. Cursing in my car loudly every time i miss a shot that i should have made it's great it's it's good times it's very healthy completely no it's completely healthy (laughs) i don't know so peggle is taking over my life like i actually actively don't play other games because i'm like oh look my ds oh peggle yeah peggle uh uh, peggle's a problem for you that means it's probably gonna be a bigger problem for me it is you have a more addictive personality apparently i do i I can't just like a game i have to be addicted to it not just like or love obsessed obsessed it's not healthy i got for it i did get that i am from you yesterday leah sent me an i am i can't just like games i have to be obsessed with games (laughs) and this is how our puzzle quest discussion actually started it was lovely terrifying i don't think i'm actually playing anything else i don't really have time between peggle and re5 uh yeah i i mean re5 uh puzzle quest and uh, star ocean are, are about it for me i i'm technically still playing ratchet and clank but i haven't really done anything with it in a while so i mean it's it's there but it's kind of on hold puzzle quest took that spot it did it really did puzzle quest snatched that spot away from you and i was puzzle like puzzle quest is sneaky i was like pushing you to play puzzle quest i'm like play it so we can talk about yes. it and then you did play it now i don't talk to you anymore it's great <laughs> really good elaine way to think about that you did this no <laughs> all right I think with that, we're probably going to take a little bit of a break. We have some news to chat about. We have some questions that people messaged us. That's pretty sweet. I like questions. Thank you for questions. Send more. Leah loves questions. If you do want to send questions before we take this break, I will remind you, podcast at someothercastle.com, or you can Twitter either Leah or myself with questions. We are available on the internet for your question pleasure. (laughs) That sounded worse than I intended for it to sound, (laughs) but that's all right. All right, kids, we're going to take a break. We will be back in a little bit. All 
right, so we have some news to talk about, and there's something we left out of talking about Resident Evil 5 that I completely yes. forgot about, and I feel like we should discuss it, because we are doing a disservice to our listeners by yes. not talking about this. So here's what happened this past week. This past week, Capcom has said that they're going to release, via DLC, a versus mode for multiplayer Resident Evil 5. Yes. That's cool. Great. So you can play in one of two different configurations, right? How is this set up? Uh, I believe it's set up with uh, Slayers, which is uh, point-based, and then Survivors, which you can hunt each other. Okay, and it's four players overall. You can either four play... Four players overall, yes. You can either play Fend for Yourself or you can play two-on-two, yes. I believe is the way that it works out. Yes. This is cool. I think this is neat. Resident Evil has only ever had... Um, Bon- ben- bonus modes that were like mercenaries based where you're just trying to race against the clock to see how many points you can get right. it's never really done multiplayer this is kind of neat the problem here is that they're releasing it for five dollars yeah a couple of weeks after the game comes out within I don't know two how I feel about that and i'm really not sure either part of me because i don't think that i personally am gonna go for it i'm but, not gonna play this but i mean i don't understand why it would have been such a problem to just include that with the disc for those people who had already who, who do have interest in this kind of thing sure yeah, or, or, you know, an alternate option would be to make it, you know, I don't know, some sort of bonus for pre-ordering the game or something. Sure. Or and even, then release it later. Even a collector's edition thing. If you wanted sure. to include it with collector's edition, because you're already paying 90 fucking dollars if you got the collector's also, edition. Also, yeah, I did. Um, yeah, and there I are pictures. Up, I almost did. <laughs> there are pictures up on the blog. I did everybody a service by showing you the ridiculous shit that they stuffed in the collector's edition. Yeah, see, I thought about it. I was going to go with it. But then I decided that 90 was just a little too much. Uh, so I, I downgraded and I went ahead with the, uh, with the, regular. the standard edition. Yeah. I mean, like the, I don't regret it. You're probably smarter than I am. It's true. Well, I like shiny things, though, and yeah. I, as compensation, I'm actually thinking about getting the collector's edition guide because it too is shiny and true. has you know a nice hardcover, and I'm kind of a sucker for those kinds of things. So Leah likes strategy guides. I do. Eventually, oh I'm going to take pictures of the ridiculous stacks of them that are There's in this apartment. Lots. It's there disturbing. Are. But back to this paid content thing. Like I, I see this from both sides. Okay. Sure. On one side, I see that Capcom perhaps could have built the budget for this game without including that DLC as part of the budget. And so what they did is they supplied a second budget for the DLC, which is what they have gone on record as to saying they did. Right, fair enough. So these are two different products. One of them needs to come with a a cost, apparently, because it wasn't originally in the plan for the game, and I guess they did it anyway as extra. Yeah, and I... $5 in that that particular... uh, um, In the defense of that particular point, $5 isn't really that bad. True. It's not. I mean, it's, it's... kind of a kick in the teeth but mm-hmm. it's almost a gentle kick in the teeth they're only like, knocking you know, out one exactly not i mean you, you're not you're not losing all of your teeth just just a couple just enough to make it interesting right <laughs> <laughs> like hockey uh, That's something like that interested. yes uh but i it just i don't know i as i said i mean i i may have a skewed viewpoint because i'm not planning on picking this up but yeah true well the, the, the flip side of this is look if i go to look at the download size for this and it's a hundred and something K, meaning it's on the disc, then you know what? I agree with everyone who's throwing a fucking hissy fit about this because yeah. that's not okay. No. If you apparently had a second budget for this content and you apparently developed it after the fact, then it should not have been on that disc at all. No. If, I don't I don't like that. That's just in general. It bothers if the me. content's on the disc and you have to pay to unlock content that's already in the product that you paid sixty dollars for. Then I, I have a fundamental issue with yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that's 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 just greedy. It's I greedy. Mean, you're making a shitload of money already. You're Capcom, you know? I mean, suck it up. They have Give shipped people four things. million copies of yeah. this game in 
in less than one week. That's, See, that's one week. That's a lot. In addition, know? they had a special edition Xbox 360 bundle, which they must cut some of the profits of because it's packed in with RE5. Right. So they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. You know, this was unnecessary. And they just shipped Street Fighter 4. Like, they're rolling yeah, Capcom, in money. Capcom does have a big money pit right now. Yeah, Maybe they're they sharing do. with Nintendo. No, Nintendo has their own money pit. We'll, <laughs> we'll get there in a minute because yes. they have a new money pit uh. that they have. We'll talk about that in just a second. So I think that if this comes up and it's not a download key, essentially, if it looks like it's actual content that they developed, it's not as big of a deal to me. I don't really care either way. And it's because I don't want to buy this. And I support those of you out there who have a problem with this, this model. Don't buy the content. Don't support the company if you don't believe Yeah, because if they're not going to sell this shit, they're not going to do it. They'll stop doing it. They'll start putting it on the discs. Yes. Like, just don't do it. Don't, don't do it. Yes. However, if you want the versus mode and you really, you don't care that they're charging you $5 then fine, do whatever you want. You know, it's, it's great. I'm going to have a problem if it's a download key. If it's on that disc and you say you had a second budget for it, then it shouldn't be on that disc. That's true. I'm going to throw a hissy fit about that. Yeah. I'm going to stop my feet. I guess time will tell. When is, uh, when is this content being released? They said within one or two weeks of the game being out. So within Mm. the next two weeks, I think, uh, interestingly enough, I think that people in general, and maybe even myself included, would have less of an issue with this if it was to come out four or five months after the game came out. Yeah, because then it would... Then it seems with like it coming didn't... out this quickly afterwards, it just seems to me that it will be more likely to be just a download, right? Key. And they, they, they had clearly they're not doing it. a whole lot more development on this either. They found out about it at the same time, in which case they could have feasibly included it on the disc, or they did include it on the disc and it's just a download key, right? They don't really have time to be developing an entire new expansion or an entire new uh, chunk of content. In, in two that, weeks. Yeah, in that little time. It, it takes just, two weeks it just to get it, it takes two weeks just to get content certified through yeah, Microsoft. Exactly. You don't have to do that through PSM, but you have to do that through Microsoft. Right. So they had to have planned for this from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, then put it on the disc. And if you're gonna charge us ninety dollars for a collector's edition, especially you should have included it. Yeah. Jesus. So but at the same time, if this comes out six months after the game is out, no one is gonna play this. No. Nah, and it's that's wasted. True. No one's gonna buy that's it. True. Because everybody's gonna be done with this game. There's gonna be a new multiplayer game of the month. So it really is a difficult situation for Capcom. So you either release it very close to the game date and, and you face sell the it. Wrath of, right, uh, face the wrath of fanboys. Yes. Or you release it six months later and face the fact that no one's going to buy it because mm. no one's going to want to play it. That's, uh, that's it's tough. a problem. Yeah. Or you could put your fucking content on the disc. You could. And we'll still play it. Who knew that Oh my that was gosh. An Amazing. Yeah. Wonderful. All right. Well, mm. I mean, speaking of money pits, since you brought it up and since you did discuss Nintendo, oh, uh, yes. let's talk about this... And, and you know what? I realize this is not new news, folks. We get that. But it, it needs to be said because be we discussed. haven't said it yet. And, and I, I like ranting about things. So Leah's rant corner now begins. I do. Oh, God. Okay. So uh, the Wii isn't really putting out any uh, first party huge titles right now. Have, have I missed anything that I'm, that I'm not I haven't turned of? my Wii on in six months. Well, You're yes. talking to the wrong kid. Well, no. Well, that's the point, though. If right. there had no. been a new Zelda or if there had been a new Mario game, you would have turned your Wii or on. Or a new Pikmin. Or a new Pikmin. Or a new Mario Power Which, Tennis. guess what? There is no new Pikmin. If you think there's a new Pikmin, you have been tricked, my friend, and you should be pissed off. Because they did release Pikmin for the Wii, but you know what? It's not really Pikmin for the Wii. It is um, a Pikmin that was for the GameCube. And you could still, if you want, buy the goddamn GameCube disc and just mm-hmm. put it in your Wii. Or... You could pay $30 for Waggle. and get a uh, new play control version of Pikmin. Uh, and that is, you know, on a big disc instead of a little disc. That's pretty much the, uh, the extent of difference. They're, you're paying 30 bucks for some Waggle. 
Yeah, pretty like much. Like you can, and, and look, I agree that Pikmin is very well suited to waggle control. Sure, it's, it's kind but of like why a, not release a new Pikmin? Because that would be way too easy. Then no, you I, could I, charge $50 for it, mm-hmm. a ton of people would pay it, and you know, everybody would be happy because you would have put some actual thought into the new version of Pikmin. I think they see it, and this is this is what hurts my brain, they see this as their way of supporting, quote unquote, the hardcore audience or Ugh. the... And I think I think it's an insult to the hardcore. A little audience. bit because you've already it, played these games. If you're a hardcore audience, or you can in buy them, quotation they still work. Yes, absolutely. Like I can go. I, I own Mario Power Tennis. There's four titles currently. There's two already released, and there's two coming out soon. There's the first two who have already been released with new play controls are Pikmin and the original Pikmin and Mario Power Tennis, and that's essentially. Wii Sports Tennis ported into Mario Tennis. Yes. That's all that it is. The next set will be Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, which a lot of people didn't play because it was really close to the end of the GameCube life cycle. Yes. And Pikmin 2, which is phenomenal. Now, I do find it interesting that if they keep up the pricing scheme for these next two titles that are to be released, uh, if you can find a used copy of Pikmin 2, and that's saying a lot, Pikmin 2 is a pretty rare GameCube game to be able to find. I believe it goes for something like $40 used. Somewhere between 30 to 40 Yeah, It's exactly. ridiculous. So, I mean, in that case, I, I just... They're wasting development money here, exactly. right? This is their way of supporting us and, and keeping us quiet, people who like to play video games. And the last game that I booted up my Wii for was Mario Galaxy. And yes, I know that Mad World is out, folks. I'm going to get there. Let me finish RE5 first. <laughs> that will be next. I promise I will play that. I'm trying to think of what the last game was that I played for the Wii, and I, I'm Mario? coming up kind of short. Mario Galaxy was my last one. Well, but Smash I, Brothers. I played that on and off. Yeah. I mean, I, I played some of it, but overall, I, I enjoyed Smash Brothers. I thought that it was nice that they included a, um, a, a quote-unquote story mode. Uh, but I I ended up trading it back in because I just I liked Smash Brothers Melee so much better. It's a better game. Yeah, we won't even go there. I'm going to get fanboy wrath now. <laughs> the thing is, the thing about this new play control thing is that they could be taking this development money instead of porting games and you know, or take a little bit of extra time and make me. A new, I want Pikmin three. I love Pikmin. Like it's it's the cutest real time strategy type game in the <laughs> entire world. I have two or three plushies. They're adorable. The little Pikmin are the cutest thing in the world. Give me a new Pikmin. I will happily pay I mean, $50. I'm sure that eventually, yes, they will put out Maybe a Maybe in two years when Maybe. we have Wii 2. Yeah, Maybe. exactly. You know, like, and I don't want to pay 30 bucks for Waggle in yeah, games I mean, that I already that's own. Just, it's silly, It's I frustrating. Think. And I, don't, I can't tell if they really believe that this is supporting their hardcore audience or if they think that this is some way to no, get... No, I don't think so. I think a gateway looking, game. Exactly. I, a gateway game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that they are... Um, I think that they're just pushing the titles that they already have out for more money. That's and about they point. know that people are going to see this and go, ooh, Pikmin, and half the people who actually purchase this, despite the fact that it says new play controls in really big letters on the box, are still going to think that it's a new Pikmin and are going to buy it and are going to be pissed. On the other side of it, on the other side of it, I'll play devil's advocate. A lot of people did not play Pikmin. That's true. I and this is a really good way to get people who may maybe never got to play Pikmin to play it now. True. You know, people or kids who, you know, this might not be a new game, but it's new to them. Yeah. When you're 10 years old, you know, mm-hmm. something new comes sure, out, it's sure. new to you. That's fine. Those are acceptable reasons, but it feels like a cop out, man. It yeah, feels like. It kind of does. Just I just, give me a new I, I would rather, instead of you, Nintendo, releasing all of these quote unquote classic games, I would rather have a new Zelda. Give me something else that I can, you know, sink my teeth into and make it feel like I didn't waste all that time and all that money tracking down this stupid console, you know? I I don't I haven't touched it in forever. I dust mine once yeah. a week. Yeah. That's a lie. I dust mine once a month. I don't really <laughs> dust. Yeah, I'm upset about that too and it's frustrating. Like every time I walk through the store and I see these games, I'm like, "You know what would have been better? A new Mario Tennis." Yeah, Mario exactly. Tennis is fun. I would have played a new one. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't How have a problem with the games that they're selecting. 
I just, because I mean, yes, they're good games, mm-hmm. but even still, yeah, why? Why redo this when the originals are still available? If you really want to re-release these, just do another run of the GameCube discs, you know? I I don't see why no, that would be such a problem. That's true. Or just release them on the Wii and don't add the new play controls and make them like $10 or $15 yeah. or 20 bucks. Exactly. I just, I, I'm having a little trouble with this move. It's yeah. bothering me. It really is. It's irking me. Yeah. Because it feels like... And I realize this is just me getting up and in. There are a lot of people who enjoy their Wiis, but it feels like the theme of Nintendo's, you know, choices right now sure. is just, fuck you guys. We're going to make games for people who, who are, you know, the Oprah book club. Yeah, games for people who don't play games as right. much. And, and I guess that's fine. And that's what's made them all their money. Sure, but... It's just frustrating for me. Yeah, I That's mean, the problem. You have I'm the frustrated. people who have waited in lines and have gone to a million different places. And this isn't really so much a problem anymore, but... If you owned a Wii before, say, six months ago, then you you went through some serious shit to get to that console. And now that you've made your decision and you've spent this money and you have gone through the trouble of calling stores or going to stores or waiting in lines or whatever it is you had to do, now there's you, you kind of feel like you wasted your time or I kind of feel like I wasted my time. I, you know, because there are some really, really good games on the Wii, and the Wii is capable of that. I mean, Mario mm-hmm. Galaxy and uh, Zelda Twilight Princess are, are proof of that. Mm-hmm. You know, these are really, really good games, regardless of what console they're on. I agree. But, you know, I would rather, and I, I'm, I'm kind of interested in Mad World just because it's something different. And I don't, it, it's not generally the kind of thing that I go in for, but there, there again, I mean, I could be surprised. But I... You know, I the the Wii is capable of so much more than Nintendo's doing with it right now, I think. I agree. It's it's actually a little frustrating because I know that, you know, Mad World has gotten some good press and has gotten some good reviews and, and people are saying good things about it, but that's a third party game. Yeah. So if a third party is showing you up, that's not really a good sign. Right. You know? right. The, and, look, and I mean they haven't even had any buzz about anything new coming out. They've kind of said, ah, oh, yeah, there's gonna be Metroid right. and stuff, but um but, later, um, later. Just yeah. uh come back to us in a year and maybe we'll tell you something. You know, honestly, if they're gonna do new play controls for anything, fucking do Metroid Prime and Metroid Prime too. Yeah. That Metroid Prime 3 was awesome. Those were the big turnoffs for me in the first two Metroid Primes was that I just the controls were so complicated. Yeah, and it's I mean, a little, maybe that's me being You don't kinda, do first person anything. No, I don't, but <laughs> even that I just I, I wanted to play and I I did play Metroid Prime 3 and I really liked it. It was if, good. If the controls had been mm-hmm. more like that on the first two, then I think that I I I probably would have gone all the way through them. So I'm curious to see know. what comes out of uh, Game Developers Conference of GDC with Nintendo. Yeah. Like after all this is said and done, I'm curious to see what comes out of that from them. Yeah. Because that you know that and E3 and Tokyo Game Show this year I think is important and I think for me it's going to tell me whether or not I'm going to be using my Wii over the next sure. two years. And I think it's interesting. I haven't gotten frustrated enough with my Wii that I'm even considering getting rid of it. You know why? Because it has virtual console. Yeah. Mine and you know is what? a That's glorified it. Super Nintendo and NES right now. I hear that from a lot of people. And, and that's what it is. It's true. Yeah. I mean, there's, uh, there's a lot of good, good stuff that you can just download. And I mean, would I have paid $250 for that knowing what I know now? Probably not, but eh, it's true. Know. But I did get to experience Mario Galaxy. Yeah. And, and Galaxy Mario Galaxy really by itself was phenomenal. Yes. Yes, it was. And so... I'm just, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed with the moves they're making, but it's me. You know, they're making their moves to make money, and then they're a company, sure. and I guess I get that. I'm just disappointed as a person yeah. who's played Nintendo consoles since I was five. Yep. So yep. <laughs> I'm hoping at GDC they say, okay, look, we have a new Pikmin for you. That, that would be, be great. Nice. That would make sense, yeah. because we've, we've got Mario and Metroid already. Give and, you know, Pikmin. if they're releasing the original two Pikmin, maybe that it's would be kind a of nice a wind-up. You know? Or a new Mario Power Tennis. Something. You know? Because they already Something. released a new Mario Baseball. <laughs> First party, please. Yeah, right? 
hook it up. Yes. All right. Enough with the ranting of anger. Oh, yes. We've ranted of angrily for a while. So <laughs> yes, why don't we talk we about something that we're excited about? Okay. That will inevitably devolve into anger again yeah, for me. Yeah, probably, but it's it's exciting right now. Uh, if, if you're talking about what I think you're talking about, I think you're talking about Bioshock 2. I am kind of excited about Bioshock 2, and that was what I was talking about. Excellent. So, See, we have this, this mind it's melt like, thing going on. It's like one mind. So we've got some details <laughs> from a Game Informer exclusive story. Um, we have a large bullet point list. Let me go through a couple of these. So apparently... This is spoilers if you haven't read your Game Informer, which you inevitably get. So don't whine, okay? You apparently in this in Bioshock 2 will be playing as a big daddy. Which is interesting. Which is interesting if they do it if they do it right, properly. essentially. Yes. So <laughs> there is some encouraging things in here in this, in this lovely bullet list that I have. One, you do get to use the drill, which is fucking awesome, okay? I'm excited about that. And you do get to do the shoulder smash run dash thing mm. that they do which was really annoying for me but you can also um you can also use plasmids yeah which is weird i don't know how they're gonna work that in but i don't um, understand how you would stab yourself with the needle through the suit yeah right maybe okay. they have like a needle hole <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> it had to find its way in it there. had to okay so in this one apparently you're playing as a it was the very first big daddy ever uh in rapture and you are now trying to save little sisters from other big daddies okay yes and now you've got this big sister this other creature is apparently a grown-up little sister after you as some sort of she mega doesn't, bad she guy. She doesn't want you to save the little sister. No, she wants we you. Don't, uh, we don't really know why yet. Yeah, but, um, she's crazy. Bitch yes, is crazy. Apparently so. <laughs> Bitch, Bitch crazy. be crazy. <laughs> Bitch be crazy. So apparently the big sister is going to be fast and agile and she's going to have some sort of telekinesis thing going on. She's going to be a giant pain in the fucking ass is what's going to end up happening in this game. But that's fine. The thing that actually has me concerned is that they're adding multiplayer to this game in a, in, a, in a game where i feel it does not belong yeah i i don't i don't know that i i support this i mean i'm not i'm not a first person shooter person and i think that's abundantly clear but i loved bioshock i really you did. did you did love bioshock. i had i had a great time with it and i think that that was because i didn't have to worry about other people so many of the the first person shooter uh, games that come out these days have such a heavy multiplayer component that it's kind of refreshing to see one that you can just sit down and get the full experience out of just playing by yourself. And I agree with that. Yeah. And I don't think, I, I think that multiplayer is tricky, like in, in a space like this, like doing it properly and making it fun without making it seem like cheesy or a cop out. Yeah. It, I mean, I would say that it, it has to fit. And I, that's also what she said. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, we didn't have any in like the whole first half of the that's show. That's true. So. so they had to come in. All right. I'll try to be good. So it does, it, does ha- it does have to fit. It has to fit in the space. Like, let's, let's give an example. Call of Duty games, it makes sense. It's a war. Yes, exactly. You're fighting on opposite sides of a war. Kill zones exactly the same way. This is different. But I mean, what are you going to do? Big Daddy against, well, I guess Big Daddy against Big Daddy makes a little bit of sense. It does, but, but still. You can't have a team in that case because you're, there's only the one rogue Big Daddy. Right. It doesn't but I mean, mean, what are you going to do? Big Daddies against Little Sisters? I think. That's going to be a massacre. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just stomp those bitches <laughs> in our giant It'll be a very suits. short game. I, I just, I don't need it. No. And I don't think it should be here. No. There like, are make, other games for that. Right. Make the first player fun. Make it another 15-hour shooter that had great atmosphere. Yes. It felt like, it gave me the same vibe that that, that Metroid games give you. You're all alone yeah. in this world. And that's, that's what makes it fun. There yeah. should be no co-op. There should be no multiplayer. Leave it be. Yeah. This I, part I liked it the way it was. And I really liked Bioshock, so I'm still holding out hope that they're not going to fuck this one up. That's, I, that's you know, where I'm, at. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it pretty much regardless, mm-hmm. just because I loved the first one so much, and I I I want to play the first one over again. I think before that comes out, which 
I think that the date, the, the most recent date that I've seen on it is like October, and I don't even think that. I don't think so. No. I think holiday se- is holiday season. Though. Yeah, I think um, I think that's probably more realistic. That would be realistic, mm-hmm. but I I will buy this. This yes. will happen. I Ken Levine is not working on this project, but mm-hmm. a number of people from the original team are. Well, that's good. So that's encouraging. Yeah. They have a world set up. This one is actually set after the first yes. game, about ten years, which is interesting given that you're playing the first Big Daddy. So I mean, well, I, he still must be walking around. In yeah, the I mean, I imagine. I just, I'll, I'll be interested to see how they how they work him in, mm-hmm. like how they bring up the fact that he's the first one, but he's still here. Nothing, you know, nothing happened Bad, to him. after after the massacre that was yes. the other game. Like, how did he not die? <laughs> how yeah, did I understand. He survive? I understand. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, I just hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah, like that would make me sad. That you know? I would be very sad. If they do, then I'm just going to pretend it never came out. Yes, and, and I'll I'm just, just hug gonna... my copy of the original Bioshock and rock back and forth and cry a little bit. It'll be okay. <laughs> I would like to film that for YouTube if that <laughs> happens. We'll have, like, attachments to the podcast. This is Leah crying. Yeah. <laughs> this will be at the end of the podcast. No, Leah will not be crying <laughs> no, at the end of I'm this podcast. Crying. No, She'll cry in a future podcast, I'm Yes, sure. <laughs> maybe. We'll see. Maybe I'll have to drink a little bit more before If she that does, maybe I'll happening. just punch her so it happens. <laughs> well, okay. So this is... A mixed bag for me. Like I'm excited about some of it, and I'm I'm worried about others. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we're gonna find out. There is something that I'm I am excited about, pretty much fully. There's a, been a trailer released on devblog.thebehemoth.com, and I highly suggest that you check. That's that pretty out. awesome about their new game, which they're currently just calling Game Three. Yes, because they don't really have a name for it. And for those of you who may not immediately recognize Behemoth, uh, Game One was uh, Alien Hominid. And then game two was Castle Crashers. And Correct. if you have not played Castle Crashers, I highly suggest that you go download it right now. I mean, we'll, we'll wait. Just go. We'll stand by. Now go, that it's been yes. patched. Yes, now that it's been patched. Which was a little bit of a touchy subject for me, and I'm still a little uh, bit on the edge well, about we the Well, we never whole finished thing. Castle Crashers because we were playing Castle Crashers, and the whole reason that we didn't finish it was because it kept crashing. Right. Ha-ha, Castle Crashers. Uh, yeah, it's very clever. Yeah, yeah that was hilarious. in the game design. But um, it kept crashing, and it was the last level, wasn't it? It was. We were on the last world. Yeah, and, and we kept getting right to the end, and then before we could do the final boss fight, it would crash. I mean, have to go all the way back and then it'd crash again so it still blows my mind that that game was in development for so long and was tested and yeah. certified and they didn't they missed all this shit because yeah. there were a lot of bugs there was save files getting deleted i had yes. that happen to me there was all kinds of stuff so they patched it but the patch took like four or five months to come out it might have even been more which makes it irrelevant now. but yeah exactly by the time i still haven't downloaded the patch because we gave up and i just never went back to it it's true we, we just both, we both moved on. Now yes. we're co-oping Resident Evil 5, so now we're distracted. <laughs> it's like, we're not going to get to that until we're done shooting the zombies in exactly. the face. I'm, I'm annoyed about the whole patch situation. I'm annoyed that they went to the Tokyo Game Show that year after leaving that patch situation unsolved. I understand that they're a small company. There's only a handful of those guys, but yeah. still. But something that big, you should have you should have yeah. done something about it I'm just already. My mind is just blown that that shit didn't get caught. So I'm hoping... With this other game, if you watch the trailer, the game appears to be a co-op type of game. Yes. Again, so I'm hoping that they've sorted this shit out yeah, this time. Yeah, I mean, time. That, that would be nice to have it be a little bit more polished. And I mean, right. it's they're giving a 2010 date for it at the moment, so I mean, there's still a lot of time before this comes mm-hmm. out. And, you know, I'm okay with that as long as it comes out and it doesn't have most of these major issues. I mean, I understand that games are going to have bugs, but, you know pick some of them out before you actually Test release your product a little better guys and yeah. i like the behemoth yeah oh they're awesome i think they're great i just wish that they may maybe spend a little money on a testing team yeah sure like, i, or I let will people, volunteer yeah. i will test your game. hey guys <laughs> behemoth send us copies of your game we, we will, will test your game we will beta test we will be happy to do this thing yes we so yeah 
Like, I'm really excited about it. If you watch the trailer, it looks very fun. It looks like... Yeah, it looks it looks player. a lot like Castle Crashers. Yeah, they're showing... This Except visual more, of a, style. more of a platformer, maybe? Yeah, and they're, you know, they're showing two-player co-op in the in this trailer, so it could be different than that when it yeah. actually comes out. Maybe that's how they solved their issues. Instead of making it four-player, they made it two-player. Perhaps. That would be smart. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, I'm excited about it, though. Like, I yeah, like I mean, I, I really like their stuff. I I never did fi- finish Alien Hominid because it was really hard. I'm not really good at it. No, it's I'm not fun, either. but I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I, but I I mean, I Castle Crashers was a really really good time, and huh? I enjoyed the fact again that it was a co op game that you know we could we could get into, and you know you could get into with multiple groups. You know you can drop in, drop out. That was good, and yes. I, li- I like that about I like that about games that do co op. Yes. drop in, drop out is great. Yes. So I'm hoping this one works the same way. And what I'm hoping is that if it comes out in 2010, that it won't magically be priced at fucking $20 because the prices on XBLA just keep on going up. It's true. It's true. It's fantastic. (laughs) Awesome. Something a little interesting about Behemoth is a side note. Um, You remember, you all will remember, that they released that King's Patch thing, the DLC. Yes. How much was that? A couple bucks. Yeah. And they weren't happy about the fact that Microsoft forced it to be paid. They wanted to release it as free. And I would have supported them releasing it as free, considering that the patch took so goddamn long, I think they should have released it as free as a thank you. But Microsoft wouldn't let them do that. So what the behemoth did was they went out and purchased, like, a couple thousand codes for the DLC from Microsoft and gave them away on their forums. I think that's awesome. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, because that, then, that, is a, that is a nice move Because on then part. it's still free for the end user. They paid money out of their company's pocket yes. to say, you know what, this is shitty. You know, we should. This should have been free. And I, I, I wonder like why that. Microsoft wouldn't let them do that. They have some sort of issue with releasing free content. It, it either has to be sponsored or it has to be paid. See, that's, that's and I think silly it's to me. If the developer wants them to release it for free, I don't see why that should be an issue. Microsoft's argument is you're using our bandwidth to download it. Well, okay, that's fine. So have them pay Microsoft. You know, in sure. the end, it comes out to be the same because if they're spending all this money to buy the download codes, then why not just give that money directly to Microsoft and say, okay, now let people download right. this. Alternatively. I pay $50 a year for live. Yeah, I pay $0 true. a year for PSN. So if your game is only released on live, you should probably let your developers do some free content every yeah. once in a while. And I mean, overall, even though live is a paid service and PSN is not, I still prefer live, you know? And I, I hear that from a lot of people mm-hmm. who have access to both services. But that's one of the things that you should really... I mean, there should be some free stuff every once in a while, yeah, you know? except for cheesy gamer pictures. <laughs> that would be great. I don't care yes. about those. Yes. Wow, this is a very ranty, angry episode. It is. I'm realizing that now. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's what happens when you drink tequila at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> we we started out belligent. the right way. It's true. Uh, so we'll see how this works out. I'm, I'm curious to see in 2010 what the next jump in XBLA prices are because yeah. it's clearly gone up. It used to be $5 and $10. Now it's at the very minimum you're paying 10 bucks yes. for a game. Yes. And sometimes you're paying up to 20 Yep. In the case of Penny Arcade. Yeah, I played so. I played the Penny Arcade games. Uh, well, I, I've actually only played the first one. I downloaded the second one but haven't actually gotten to it yet. But, um, I mean, I... I don't regret having spent $20 on the Penny Arcade game, but that's because I'm a fan of Penny Arcade to begin with. I can see where that would be a problem if you weren't already a Penny Arcade fan and you didn't want to put that kind of money into it to start with. And I mean, I think that their listener base is big enough that that's not really an issue. They Mm -hmm. can afford Mm -hmm. to put it out at $20 because enough people are going to buy it that it's going to pay itself off anyway. True. But still, you know, you would think that if you released it at 10, you would get a lot more of 
the base who isn't already uh, your fans True. to to kind of jump in and give it a chance. Twenty dollars is a lot to blow on something you don't think you're or you don't already know no, that you're, you're going like. to like. Yeah, the thing is that it's trending towards the fifteen to twenty dollars. Yeah, range. it is. Like games are starting to come in a lot more expensive on Xbox Live. Uh, I and believe you told me the uh, the Watchmen game is is twenty dollars. It's twenty dollars well and is episodic. Yeah, which I think Penny Arcade really set a precedent for. Yeah, I think they did. they set that it was up really for one that. of the first that was that much money. Yes, for non DLC like a non DLC pack. Right. You know this is. This was epic. Like, Lost in the Damned for GTA 4 is, is 20 bucks. But you know what? People are telling me that's an 8 to 10 hours of gameplay type of situation. That might yeah, be worth it. Yeah, that's okay. Well, I mean, to be fair, the Penny Arcade game, eight at to least ten the hours. first one, was about sure. the same. Sure, but it's episodic, so it yes. creates an even bigger issue, right? Yeah. But they release it on everything for, for 20 bucks, to yes. my knowledge. Yes, And it goes on sale on Steam every once in a right. while. Has there, has there been any word on the uh, the third episode of that yet? I don't think they've talked about anything yeah, yet. Yeah, I didn't think so. I really enjoy their games, and I will. The problem I is, I'm, I realize I'm contributing to the problem by paying well, for yes. them, but I like them. Yeah, but, but I, but I want to play it. I don't, I don't have the... Um, the fortitude, I guess, to uh, to stick back and hope that they lower the price. To withstand. Yes. Yeah, there's that. But yeah, Watchmen is 20 bucks. You know, other games are going up to 15 mm-hmm. The Hasbro interactive thing that's coming out this week is a giant disaster. It's it's a bunch of Hasbro games, but instead of releasing it for like 10 bucks for a pack of games, mm-hmm. they're charging $10 per game. Ooh. $10 for Scrabble, $10 for Battleship. It's retarded. Ooh. Is it the same as the uh, the Hasbro Family Game Night? I think they released it. Yeah. On, it's Wii and uh, PS2. I, I think it's the same packs, the same mm. games. Interesting. So it's, I, I, you know, it's not trending in a good direction. Yeah, it's trending no, in a, we're going to pay over 20 bucks for games soon. Right. And that's not the point of DLC games. No. The DLC is small and cheap. Be, exactly. I like small and cheap in terms of my live arcade games. Yeah, know? I mean, that makes sense to me. That's what arcade is supposed to be for. Small and cheap. But apparently we've moved away from that model, which is upsetting. So it would seem. Wow, this episode really is ranty. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about something. Well, I don't think we have anything left that's not ranty. Oh, we, we have one. I, I mean, we're probably going to rant, but... Um, It'll happen. Okay, uh, so Laura Croft. You all know Laura Croft. She's the uh, the Tomb Raider with the uh, great big boobs. Uh, to to you know not to be too uh, direct about it, but um, so uh, <laughs> here's something interesting. Idos has said that they are reportedly. Uh, there hasn't been a confirmation for this yet, but uh, according to the last Game Informer, a little bit of an old story, but I think you guys will enjoy it. Uh, they're going to. Um, well, for lack of a better term, they're going to downsize Laura a little bit mm-hmm. uh, to make her more friendly to female gamers. Because apparently we don't like looking at big yeah, boobs. We don't Is like, that true? We, we, uh, well, obviously. I mean, I mean really. <sighs> bitches. <sighs> no, we judge our game characters the same as we judge real life women. Yes. If she has big boobs, she must be a bitch. It's <laughs> totally true. Yep. Also hair and makeup. Ah, uh, yes. Clearly. Ugh. I don't. It's like they're rebooting her again, right? This would be the yes. second time she gets a makeup. Yes, it would. And I, I think... I think that might not be the problem. I think it might be that they need to either do something very compelling with the game series or they need to just let it go. Yeah, I I mean... I don't think her looks are the issue. No, I really don't because, I mean, speaking as a female gamer, I know this is a great big shock, but hey, lol girls. Uh, (laughs) But I don't don't want to look at, you know, I... (laughs) Okay, this is going to come out sounding really terrible, but I don't want to look at an ugly chick while I'm playing a game, you know? I... Part of the whole thing about playing as some kind of video game avatar, be it Lara Croft or be it whatever character you have on the screen, is that you're supposed to be able to put yourself in that character's shoes, right? Or in her bra in this case, (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Nice. You knew that was coming. Yeah, nice. Uh, So, I mean, if... 
if Laura Croft looks a little bit ridiculous, you know, she's ridiculously hot or whatever, that's okay because you're, you want to be ridiculously hot. It's true. Know, I want to look like that. Shit, who doesn't? It's Laura. Exactly. Laura's awesome. She's kind of a badass. You know, totally she's true. a badass and she's hot, you know, and that's, that's fine, you know, you want to be able to put yourself in that position and... I think that that's, you know, that's a pretty good thing. So downsizing her and making her more relatable, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing necessarily, but I don't think it's necessary. I think that leaving her as this kind of unreachable fantasy character is, it's a video game. You know, you're taking this too seriously. I know. Seriously. It's like saying, well, we're going to decrease the crotch size on some of our (laughs) male characters to make them more Yeah, funny how that never comes up. Yeah, we're going to make sure those cod pieces are just a little bit smaller. Yeah, I mean, when was the last time you heard, oh, we're going to make this guy's muscle size smaller? Instead of looking like guys are feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, they're awkward. They're awkward. This is not the reason that women don't play video games. No. Like, there are other issues here. Exactly. And which is a whole other episode, and we're running, we're running rapidly short on time well maybe so we'll, we should move on to listener mails because we have a few yeah let's those. talk about that okay because we'll I, I we have one that um that actually ties in pretty we nicely. do have one that ties into to this yes. idea of, of games and and girls and, and boobs, walls, yeah. boobs. <laughs> okay so jazz from uh 360 arcadians live which is you know a lovely lovely podcast that you yes. know i love and you should probably listen to because they are hilarious should. jazz writes the best non-sexualized female characters in games. Let's start with there. He's got a two-part question. Do you okay. have any? I do. I have. I have actually a couple. Um, <clears throat> Beyond Good and Evil's uh, Jade. Yeah, she had the short haircut. She was kind of yeah. a rocker chick, but she wasn't like super hot. Or yeah, anything I mean, like that. she she wasn't you know hideous or anything, but no, you know, but she, she she looked like a regular person. You know, she yes. wasn't who was accompanied by a pig. It, yeah, that that was a little weird, but you know, it's, but she was normal. Whatever totally she was, fine. she was normal. But she was not hanging out of her shirt. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's true. And um, the other one that that this question immediately made me think of was Alexandra Roivas from uh, from Eternal Darkness because she was a badass. She was pretty much a badass. Yes. I agree with that one. I'm trying to think if I have any other ones that fit into this. I'm like parsing. Well, actually, I th- this is an interesting one because it may fit in and it may not. What about Samus? But she was kind of hot, though. Yeah, but in the first game, you didn't even know she was a chick, right? That's true, but now she's hot. Yeah, So I don't know true. what to say. As, as more pixels have been given to her, she has gotten <laughs> hotter over time. It's true. It's true. So I don't know. That's that, a tough that's, one. That's, yeah. It's, she's kind of hot, though. So that's a little different. She's not really... All right, you know what? That's a valid point, though. She's not really sexualized in the game. Yeah. She's put into a giant metal suit. Yeah. So that's a valid point. That's so a good it kind one. So it works. kind of pulls a little bit of her sexuality yeah, yeah, yeah. away from her. That's true. And it makes her, you know, kind of more generic. It's kind of good. I like sure. that. All right, that one works. That one does work. I like that. He also wants to know, and the best over-sexualized ones who transcend that to still be awesome. So I've been watching you play... Final Fantasy X. Yes, yes. And Lulu is a fucking badass. Oh, she's Lulu is a fucking badass. She's, she is one of my favorite characters, but at the same time, you know, she when she wins a battle, she leans way over and you're afraid she's going to fall right out. Right. I mean, can you add a couple more belts, please? No, it's because true. Belts I, over the chest. I think, um, I think that you need a few more. She does. To I, hold that dress I, but up. But at the same time, I mean, normally that would annoy me and I would be thinking, oh, God, you Horror. know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, I something along those lines, yes. But I, Lulu is, is awesome, you know. It's true. I, she burns everything. And yes, she does. She's funny and sarcastic. Exactly. And bitchy. It's great. So, I like her. Um, she yeah. wins. Yeah, Lulu wins. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Laura Croft, too. I mean, yes, she has gigantic boobs, but she's also a badass, you know? She's a badass, and she has she has a British accent. How could you go wrong? <laughs> you could I, Right, I agree. Exactly. Is there anybody else uh, who yeah. transcends their overly hotness? Uh, well, um, 
let's make that a question for next week. I like maybe, that uh, Maybe if you guys have any uh, suggestions, we could talk about those next week. See if we agree with you, if you agree with us. And that way you can send us more mail. I love mail. Leah gets so excited. I, I really do. Send it to podcast at someothercastle.com so she can also read it over my shoulder and do her happy dance, which I, I do. should totally film sometime for you people. <laughs> it's it's awesome. hilarious. I love my happy it dance. It is awesome. So we actually have um, three more questions. So let's do another one related to women and video games. Yes. Sam Fitz writes to us, do girls, meaning us, yes. prefer getting nerdy or romantic stuff from your significant others for birthdays, Christmas, Kwanzaa, Valentine's Day? Well, for Kwanzaa, I I know. <laughs> I totally want a Wii. Um, no, I don't. Don't get me one. Uh, I don't I don't know. It depends. Like, I don't really, I'm not one of those chicks who needs jewelry or, or I like pretty smelling things, but I don't need them. I have a lot of them already. I don't need shoes. I kind of like getting nerdy stuff better. It kind of shows that, that that person understands my personality. Like, yeah, I think so. I, I, well, for me, it's a little bit of a, a different uh, a different way because I think I'm girlier than you are. Um, That's not meant as an insult, kids. It might actually no, be No, true. no, I, I, no. It's not meant as an insult at all. I just, I, I have that problem. You know, it might be an insult for me because I, you know, I have this problem where, you know, I do, I like shiny things. She does. And I like shoes and I like jewelry and I like, you know, I, well, I like all that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I agree with what you're saying where, you know, those are stereotypical and mm-hmm. almost generic presents for women. So while they may be, you know, a good thing, I'm not saying that they're not, not at all. I'm what I am saying is that, you know, if somebody presents me with a uh, a 360 game that I've been talking about, that shows that you've been paying attention more listening to me. Yes. Men that, do that. Uh, that never happens. No, it doesn't. What the hell? Believe me. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah. That was a dig at your husband. I, what? If he's I don't listening? know what you're he's not listening to me. He knows better than that. Remember, we just discussed. He doesn't listen. I guess that's true. I'm so sorry, honey. <laughs> I, it's a mixed bag. Like sometimes, like for Valentine's Day, I kind of like the cheesy generic gifts. I do. I kind of like getting flowers every once in a while or chocolates. But for other stuff for like my birthday, I kind of like it to be a little bit more personal. Utilitarian is often good. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It's a good point. Yes. I like this question. We, we desire more of these. Mm-hmm. All right. So Moxie from 360arcadians.net <laughs> writes to us, podcast question. You two ever pillow fight like in the movies? We're not going to tell you. We're going to keep that our secret. Ha ha. We're not telling. We're going to move right on. All right, we have one more question from Helper Monkey. What is the best ice burn either of you have handed out in reply to a girl who plays games? Lol's idiocy in the last year. Do you have one? Oh, man. Uh, my stock months? response for those, and you know, I get that a fair amount because I do work at a video game store. But uh, my stock response for those is usually I just work here for my boyfriend. <laughs> so he gets the discount? Yeah. Nice. Really. Um, Sassy. And they don't always get it. That's the terrifying part. They think I'm serious. And <laughs> no, I am not serious. Listen, listen. I've played more video games in my life than you have played ever. You know, so just step just back. Try- do not make me strike you. Or do. I mean, I'm I'm okay with that too, I guess. But, you know, I I just, oof. I don't know. I, I try to uh, let that kind of stuff roll, but it really does annoy me. Yeah, it bothers me too. Yeah. Like, I in the last year, it's tough to, I think most people have learned yeah, from I mean, threats that, like, people who interact with me pretty frequently have learned from threats that, sure, I will punch you. It will hurt. <laughs> another, another good one is, we sell video games here? Oh. 
I think I went to the wrong store. I was oh, supposed to be in the shoe store. I was supposed to be working in the shoe store. Oh, no. That's awesome. I've actually had it where I go into GameStop to buy something, and they go, are you buying this for your boyfriend? No, fuck that. He doesn't play Gears of War. <laughs> he plays Barbie horse adventures. <laughs> I play Gears of War. Yes. Bitch. <laughs> like, yes. you know, I don't have a really good stock response because it almost always takes me off guard. And it's because... It we're, it's 2009. Like, I guess I just don't expect that kind of stereotype to smack me yeah. in the face now. You know, it's yeah. unnecessary. Really? Uh, I don't know. You're a moron. Well, clearly you can't, you can't do both. Your boobs get in the way of the controller, so. Oh, it's true. Yes. And it's very difficult. And we're very confused by multiple buttons. Yes. If it I doesn't mean, just have the A and the B button, I don't know what to do. There's letters and there's colors and I just can't handle it's it. It's all very it's, scary. It's, oh, it's terrifying to me. Scary. I usually get really sarcastic in response to that and make some obnoxious comment that's very obvious that I'm telling them that, you know, yes, I do play video games. And Hey, idiot, this yeah. is mine. Moron, step yes. off. Or I could beat you at Street Fighter. How would that make you feel? Yeah, I bet that they would be sad. If I made a boy cry over Street Fighter, that would, that would be like me being 10 years old all over again in the arcade. I made a boy cry playing Street Fighter. That's mm-hmm. awesome. I did. I was like 10. He was like 15. I beat him like 15 rounds in a row in front of his friends, and I think he ran off to cry. <laughs> it warmed my heart. I, that, that is a heartwarming tale. That's the way I solve my problems, with I, violence. I enjoy, I enjoy that about you. Video game or otherwise, but violence. Eh, violence is key. I also enjoyed this question. Yes. So if you folks have more questions for us, or even comments... Leah likes mail. I, I do. think we've established yes. that she gets very excited about mail. Every time this comes up, I, I have to mention that. So uh, podcast at uh, someothercastle.com. Please send me mail. I love mail. Do it for her. Yes, please. You don't. You already don't like me, but send Leah mail. <laughs> it's okay. I'm lovable. She is lovable. I'm tapping her on the head right now. Oh, <laughs> no, so cute. All right. I think that about does it for this week. Mm-hmm. I think we are... We are done with we talking got ranty. about things. We got really ranty and angry this week, but that's okay. I think that's when we're at our most entertaining. When we're ranty? Yes. And smashing wine glasses yes. over the sides of things? Hey, let's not smash my wine glasses. I like these wine glasses. It's true. Maybe the shot glasses. Maybe. We might get belligerent later. <laughs> right. Who knows? So until next time, I suppose we will see you folks in episode three. Yeah. Which will be soon. Yeah, if Leah doesn't die of zombie plague I, again. Yeah, I don't think that I will, but uh, you it's never true. know, I guess. Zombies are everywhere. It's true. Okay. Thanks for listening, kids. We out. With shots. Okay, let me. Who's who's counting? Am I counting? Do you know how to count? (laughs) I do now. Give it a couple of shots and I might not anymore. Okay. All right, ready? This is St. Patrick's Day 2009, and this is episode two. Uh, All right, one, two, Two, three. Shot! Oh, God, it burns. (laughs) Hi there. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm obviously very guy-like. That, that's not true. No, it's really not. The boobs give you away. <laughs> I, damn it. <laughs> damn you, boobs. You'll have to have the Lara Croft style boobs. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're going to downsize me. Seriously, guys, I mean, there's. I don't think that's necessary. I really don't. Yeah, we won't discuss my boobs. We'll just leave <laughs> that alone. It's, it's uh, see, this is awesome. We start off the podcast with tequila and talking and about boobs. boobs. We may as well be boys. Yeah, I know. Same right? thing. <laughs>